And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe fucking this. A little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Questionable at Best. It's a podcast. It's a, uh, you know, hey, we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out, everybody. I'm Deanne Smith, your host. You are the listeners. Hello, listeners. Um, I feel like most of you have been around. If you're new to the podcast, we extend you a welcome. And I will say we. When I say we, I am referring to myself, the other pals, the other listeners, the community that we're building. And uh, also my cold. We all wish you a welcome. I have a bit of a cold. Can you guys tell that? You can't if you're a first listener. You just think this is my cool voice. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. It's called Questionable at Best. And man, is it going to get questionable in here. Did you guys like that? Hi, everyone. Why don't we just start? I'm trying to keep it short, but here's what's going on in my world. I have just had coffee and sunshine. What? killer combo for making you feel like life is worth it. Life is so worth it. You guys, tulips are out there. Trees are blossoming. It's spring in Toronto and I am excited. I'm excited and I clearly suffer from a bit of the old seasonal depression because I'm just psyched about life right now. And all it really was was the sunshine and the bit of the blossoming and the buds and the leaves. Oh man, how pretty is the world? So pretty. So here's what's going on. What do you need to know about this podcast? Not a lot. I uh, had, a, had a chat with my girlfriend. You, you will hear all about it. Gets maybe a little too intimate at times. Intimate? Some words I can't say. I always say intimate. That intimate flavor. Mmm, refreshing. It's intimate. Mm-mm. There's got to be something called intimate. Is it like a flavored condom? Is it perhaps a mint that you use only for kissing? It's the intimate. Hello, everyone. When you need to get intimate, try the intimate. Keep everything fresh and close to yourself. I don't know how to do ads for products that don't exist. Okay. Hey, let's just get into it. Tell you what, at the end of this episode, there's going to be a bit of listener feedback. We're doing that now. It is happening. And what else? Oh, guys, um, today I was going to record with Sarah Quinn, who you might recall from podcast number, I think it was two or three, and then a couple of other ones. What we were going to do was give you questionable advice. She can't make it, but the advice is still happening. I've got a ringer. We're recording on Monday. It's going to be great. That said, you have the weekend. You have this weekend right now from whenever this comes out until Monday to send more questions. If you have questions, if you need advice, if you want me and my special guest to weigh in, on your life and or the lives of those around you. I'll I'll give third-hand advice, guys. Uh, We're not above that. It's called questionable advice, okay? So just uh, email me, deanne at nomoradio.com. You guys know that, right? Oh, and then let me, I'm trying to do this every podcast now because you guys want to know. So very quickly, and if you don't care, if you never want to see me in 3D, if you aren't in any of these cities, just fast forward like the next, say, minute. I'll try to pound it all out in a minute. Here we go, guys. Upcoming dates for... Seeing me do stand-up comedy, which I'm very good at. Toronto, May 7th. That's tomorrow. Comedy Bar, 9 p.m. I'm part of a show called Canada's Finest. The other guys on it are my buddies, Niall Sagan and Pete Zedlacker. Guess what? They've both done this podcast with me. So go scroll through for their names and have fun with them. Niall Sagan, Pete Zedlacker. And then I am in Ottawa, May 19th to 22nd at Absolute 
comedy. I'm actually there from May 17th, but don't bother to come out the 17th or 18th because I'm only doing short sets. Come if those are the only days you can make it. But I mean, come on, guys. Don't you want to see me for longer, for 45 minutes or more? May 19th to 22nd in Ottawa, Absolute Comedy, Portland. Portland, June 10th, Curious Comedy Theater. My friend and excellent stand-up comedian Belinda Carroll put that together. It is a pride show. There's two shows, 7.30 and 9.30, June 10th, Curious Comedy Theater in Portland. Last time I was there, we sold out, so now we got two shows and we're hoping for the best. Seattle, June 13th at 7 and 9 p.m. I am doing shows in you at the Jewel Box Theater. That is with my friend Danielle Gregoire. I don't know how to say her name right because I stink at French. But also Alicia Sanchez. I can say her name right. Vancouver, June 16th to 18th. I am at the Comedy Mix. So that's enough info for you guys. Just um, Google a combination of those words and you'll figure it out. So there you go, guys. Now you know a little bit about uh, my life and where I'm going to be. And we're going to find out more about your lives at the end of this podcast. Meanwhile, enjoy this one. Bye, guys. You ready to do this? I'm ready. Okay. The question is something, something body hair. <laughs> what did we decide? What's the question? The question is, why are we so freaked out by body hair? Why are we so freaked out by body hair? Us, ourselves, us, society, us, the man. Well, I think we should do this from the top down. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Where do we start, babe? Where do we start? <laughs> well, this is where we start somebody can i request that we start by not um saying babe too often <laughs> on the podcast everyone knows you're my girlfriend can i say bae nah nope can i say baby <laughs> nope no baby nope. <laughs> no baby no baby no no baby <laughs> yes baby are you trying to make editing this a nightmare for me <laughs> No, baby. Guess, guess what? I'm leaving that part in. God damn it. <laughs> Body hair. So, yes, where where do we start? Well, we baby. start with the fact that today was a big day for you. Was it? Yeah. What happened today? Well, I did get my hair cut. You did. Actually, that's a big day for us. <laughs> what would you like to just... Do you want to talk about this? <laughs> I, feel, I, I sense there's something else going on. <laughs> well, well, people out there. I don't know if you experienced this, but... I get freaked out about Deanne's body hair because whenever it gets cut, basically anytime she's gotten a haircut, it's a very emotional experience for this one over here, as it is for all of us. And, you know, we've been on the brink of breaking up every time she goes for the goddamn haircut and it freaks me out. That is not true. <laughs> it's a bit of an exaggeration, but it's not totally warranted. It's a huge exaggeration. <laughs> It's a huge exaggeration. I mean, if you really want to get into it, we can get into it. <laughs> All right. Get into it. All right. In January, I got a bad haircut. Coincided bad. with my period. My period was like two days later. Yes. Everyone knows I freak out right before I get my period. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, I mean, yeah. at least everyone in this relationship knows that. <laughs> so, like, that's that's a thing that was happening. Uh, and, you know, I was... Uh, Upset for other reasons, but it did definitely um, kick off a firestorm of, firestorm of what? Of uh, haircutting rage, <laughs> of, of self-esteem. What happened? Who even gave me that haircut? Where did it? Oh, oh, I remember now. Yeah, they just really messed it up. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. And I was just trying to deal with what God gave me, but I was not yeah. happy. But there was a moment of like, 
you don't even find me attractive anymore. And Well, yeah, because I came home and I could see in your eyes that you were like, nope. And I knew that like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is going to be like months before this is over. So, well, but, I guess we have to break up. <laughs> but this is the crazy thing about hair. And I kept saying to you, babe, I don't care what your hair looks like. Like, yes, objectively, you looked better a few hours ago. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that we have to end things. Doesn't mean I don't find you attractive. The moral of the story is no matter what kind of haircut your partner gets, you don't speak the truth. Maybe not like immediately when they're super tender about it. Yeah, you were so tender. And when they're about to get their period. And yeah, and you were super PMSing. And I don't always catch it. Sometimes I catch it, but no, a lot of times why I have don't. we not set up an ovulation calendar for you, babe? I, we really should. <laughs> we really should. <laughs> we really should. And we should just brace ourselves. Um, but this wasn't meant to be about my personal PMS. <laughs> this was meant to be about hair. Well, I would say that, you know, so far, uh, we've managed this haircut really well today. This haircut today? We're still in love. Oh, yeah. Thank God. I still find you incredibly attractive. Oh, great. So <laughs> let's just but continue we, on. No, but it was really interesting that bad haircut for me and for us because I freaked out. And then, guys, guys, it wasn't easy, but I had to find value in myself beyond my haircut. <laughs> what? <laughs> Couldn't hide behind the haircut What is anymore. that even? What does that even look I like? I know. It cut really deep into the soul let's talk about your hair because you have super long hair and then in like uh canadian thanksgiving you got a little undercut yeah shavy shave back there that was really fun yeah guys i highly recommend it it's it's great because you know you can wear it down and then nobody sees and then when you want to queer it up you just put it up it's awesome it is awesome it is awesome and you actually don't lose that much hair that's the crazy thing there's so little hair back there yeah i was so surprised so we had matching undercuts kind of for a second yeah for a second but it's so gross when the undercut grows out. I'm in that phase right now. And it's like, I'm so ashamed. Let me see it. Oh, yeah, it does look a little gross. It looks gross. <laughs> it's like it turns it your again. stomach a bit. No, it doesn't actually look yeah, gross. But it, it would look better. If, that's the thing. It's like impossible to grow out, right? Yeah. Can we talk about how long your hair is? Yes, we can. But hair- before you go there, yes. I just have to tell you that I work in a very uh, businessy environment. And it's hilarious. And it's not very queer at all. And it's hilarious to me how the straight girls are so into my undercut. Like I get so many compliments. And it's just, you know, it's taking over. Now the straight girls are doing it. They've been taking the undercut. Yeah. Oh, they've been taking it. They've been taking it. Okay. So my hair story yes. is that uh, growing up, my mom always cut my hair in a mushroom cut. That was a thing for a really long time. She just thought it was so goddamn adorable. And so I think ever since age eight, I've just been rebelling seriously. Ever since I watched, guys, this was such a formative moment for me. Maybe this is when it all turned and I didn't even know. Can I say this? I like that you say guys. Guys? And you're aware that they're out there. Nobody else speaks directly. Should I say men? No, no, no. (laughs) No one else speaks directly to the listeners. But I always like to do it. Hi, listeners. (laughs) Oh, I have questions for you guys. We're, we're, we're going to get there. All right. So I watched, uh, I was in love with the film, the Mel Brooks classic, Robin Hood, <laughs> Men in Tights. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, God. I love that so much. Those were very formative years. I think I watched it like an entire summer when I was nine years old. Anyway, there's this one scene where Maid Marian in her chastity belt is in uh, a clawfoot tub and then she rises like practically in the mist out of this tub and she's got this 
billowing hair. It's curly red hair, and it is so long it goes past her nip nips, like <laughs> almost to her belly button. And I'll just never forget that scene where her breasts are like kind of popping through her her hair, but you can't see anything. And I just remember like it was clear as day. I was like, that is my life's ambition to have my hair to come out of a tub with my hair past my nip nips. And you've done it. Guys, I've done it. This is your life what, now. I know. What What else is there to do? I've come here to do what I was meant to do. So then I grew up my hair for a really long time. And in 2010, so I got it past the nip nips. I literally like in, uh, it was April of 2010. And then I shaved it all off, guys. I shaved it. I did one of those cuts for cancer type things. Anyway, I had literally two feet of hair to donate. And it was really cool. It went to this really great place called Continental Hair for any of you in Toronto. If you're looking to donate hair, this is a great place to go because it's Canadian and it's uh, it, it's basically a wig place. Check it out. And they have a program called wig, Wigs for Kids. And I remember, oh my God, I was so nervous. And I remember the night before, I, I was really anxious about it leading up to it. Like for months, I was really freaking out because I just remember thinking that, oh my God, once I shave my head, I'm not going to be beautiful anymore. Mm. And I remember going out the night before the big day and, and wanting to go out on the town because I, I really thought in the back of my mind, like, this is the last day I'm going to be attractive for like, let's say three years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the fact that you like actually thought that, but you went through with it anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then I shaved my head and it was oh, it was the most incredible experience. I really highly recommend it to anybody who's considering it. It was so liberating. I felt like such a badass. It was great. Mind you, I will say this. I hadn't really totally come out yet, but Man, the lesbians did not come flocking. They did not come running the way I thought they would to G.I. Jane over here. <laughs> G.I. Johanna. Well, they're lost. Uh, it was such a liberating thing. Um, I mean, it's not so liberating when you're growing it out. And then I decided that I would grow it out again and with the intention of cutting it all off. Um, maybe not shaving it again, but I really wanted to get a really short haircut because I've been growing it out now for six years mm -hmm. and I've never enjoyed any of the like the growing out stages it was always like just trim it because i'm growing it out so i had some funky funky haircuts for for like three years like short haircuts but they weren't cool haircuts you know what i mean yeah yeah because you're trying to grow it out oh there's some really wild stages there three years is a long time yeah, yeah i've seen pictures was. of you with all that various hair unless there were some stages that you didn't take any pictures but you look good throughout no it's so funny because you'll like literally you'll hit a another length of hair mm -hmm. and there'll be like maybe a month where it looks really good and you're like oh my god i'm rocking this and then a month later you're like oh what's happening here? <laughs> and then it just goes through such a evolution goes yeah. through a journey babe a journey a journey um, guys, you want to refer to our earlier podcast <laughs> during which Hannah said the word journey about a million times. <laughs> you know, I shaved my head before, mm -hmm. not for any noble reasons, but just because it was the nineties and I was not really confused about my sexuality, but overcompensating any kind of a <laughs> statement where you're just like, I'm gay. Take it world. <laughs> You were really cute with a shaved head. And then those grow growing out from the shaved head is, They're literally is a challenge. Pains. Yeah. yeah. So when we met, I was pretty explicit with you. Because, okay, you love my hair. Uh, uh. We, we consider it like... The third 
party member <laughs> in our relationship. Yeah. Um, also, though, when I first met you, I think I showed a picture of you to Sarah. She just wrote back, you're a sucker for a ponytail. <laughs> and I was like, I never really thought of myself that way. But I was like, oh, yeah, I am a sucker for a ponytail. I'm a sucker for a ponytail, you guys. Oh, my God. And braids so and everything oh pigtails oh yeah leia buns Oof, anything you can do with that long hair i'm a sucker for it <laughs> i guess i'm very focused on hair oh yeah you're, you're so all about the hair well okay so when we met i was pretty explicit with you and i was like so i'm growing out my hair past my nips once it gets past the nips i'm shaving it again so the only hairstyle that's really inspired me up until this moment is scar joe's hair Scarlett Johansson. So she cut her hair, I think it was like at the Oscars or something a couple of years ago now. And it's like that, like you can wear it up really voluminous, poofy in the front. Mm -hmm. um, but then it's like really shaved on the sides. And I wish you guys you could can... see her face lighting up when she talks about this hair. <laughs> You're psyched. You love it. I am. However... Deanne is terrified, absolutely <laughs> terrified, and has told me in no uncertain terms that if I did that, she would not find me attractive anymore. Uh, that is anymore. not true. I might have once had too much to drink. And, you, <laughs> and told your truth. <laughs> and you pushed me about it. And I like gently was like, yeah, I wouldn't like There's be no gentle way to as say attracted that. to that head <laughs> as I am to the head that you have now. But we open this podcast by saying, sorry, my voice so squeaky. This podcast. <laughs> We opened by saying, like, I came home with a haircut once that was already on my head. And you were like, yeah, I don't I'm not I don't find that attractive. No, I did not say I don't find it attractive. <laughs> you put those words in my mouth. I just said, hey, it's not the best haircut you've ever had. Yes. But yeah, I like your hair a little bit more a few hours ago. Subtext of which is you are not attractive. No, of course not. not I'm not attractive, but you didn't find the haircut attractive. That's fine. People can have preferences and opinions about yes, the way okay. other people look. Well, I will tell you this. When you told me that, you know, you wouldn't find me very attractive with ScarJo hair. I didn't say that. You, you totally did. But that's okay. Was I drunk? It's entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I get oh most God, of the truth bombs out of you. This makes me sound no, like okay. such a wife beater. <laughs> um, and, you know, fair enough. I was like, oh, oh my God. God. How is this going to work? But then you made the very astute observation that would how would you feel if you grow your hair my length? How much would I be into that? No, I wouldn't be. Oh, God, no. I couldn't handle that. And we've since tried. We've since put my hair on top of your head. <laughs> Guys, Hannah's hair is so long that sometimes we just play with it in the front of the bathroom mirror. And so she can like sweep it all to one side and then put it on top of my head. And it looks like legit looks like I have long hair, which is maybe the picture we should take for this podcast. We should. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my God, guys. Deanne looks exactly like Kristen Wiig when she wears a wig. <laughs> I just want to backtrack and just put it on the record that I think you're super attractive and that I, uh, man, I'm super into your body and your 3D human presentation of yourself. But most deeply, I am into your soul and your spirit and just who you are as a person. And you can do anything to your outer shell. And I'm still going to love you. And I'm still going to find you attractive. I might not want to bang you as much as I do right now. <laughs> but like, can we just can we just hold on to that for a second? Because it does sound like it sounds really mean and wrong on one hand. But on the other hand, it's fair, right? I don't know what boundaries are in lesbian relationships. But it's fair to have an opinion about what you find most attractive or what you don't, right? Or to have a preference about what your partner... I think so. How they present or what they wear. I mean, that's part of what we're attracted to, right? Mm-hmm. 
totally. Okay. And I mean, yeah, certainly. There, there's been women who I've known who've had long hair, gay women, and I would never in a million years be that be attracted to them. And then I'll meet them years later and they've chopped off all their hair and I'm like, hello. Who? Name names. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, guys, you need to, I need your advice here because I'm turning 30 and the whole vision was, before I met this one, was that upon the 30th birthday, you know, they say a woman transforms when she cuts her hair, which is it's awfully um it's an awful statement but it's true guys it really is like i i mean when well, i think of my life and when i think about like when i shave my head was like a turning point in life obviously it transforms the way you look which can which can transform the way you feel about yourself but there's also something to be said for the fact that it is a part of your like actual bodily history something has to happen when you get rid of it mm-hmm. okay so i have two questions for you guys first of all should i cut my hair scarjo style no and uh, <laughs> the practical question, okay, what is the deal with, like, why do you have to cut your hair often? They say that, like, if you cut your hair, if you trim it often, it will grow faster. Oh, like the ends? Yeah. Is that I don't true? Know. Is that an urban legend? Like, it doesn't feel like on? it's true because isn't hair just dead cells? But at the other, That's what I thought. on the other hand, it's like such accepted wisdom. Yeah. And I'm I'm so curious about people who can't grow their hair, like past a certain length oh yes that does happen oh yeah your hair just keeps going yeah i think that's it on the hair on our heads and i feel like we barely even scratch the surface i have so many other feelings about the hair on my head and there's so much we could talk about about the hair on your head i just really want to emphasize on the record that i think you're absolutely beautiful and you can do whatever you want with your hair that sounded really bad that sounded really bad okay let's quickly gloss over eyebrows Eyebrows. eyebrows. A lot of people have feelings about eyebrows. I, my grandma used to accuse me of dyeing my eyebrows, and I didn't even know that that was a thing. But that just shows you because my eyebrows were so much darker than the rest of my hair when I was a kid. But I have kind of thick eyebrows, and they were always darker. My They're hair. So cute, guys. Guys are pretty cute. Oh my god. Oh, boo, boo. She looks like a little hedgehog right now. Oh baby. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So my hair was like your color when I was a kid, kind of dirty blonde. And my grandma used to be like, are you dying your eyebrows? I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I'm 10 years old. Like, <laughs> Let me go outside and play. Can I tell you a story about dyeing my eyelashes? Oh, Jesus. Why would you? It's too okay, close to the ball. I know. I, this should be outlawed. I don't know how this is happening, but I have very light, light eyelashes. <laughs> you want to outlaw something against your own <laughs> self that you already did. This should be outlawed. <laughs> I should not be allowed to do this again, you guys. Bye. No, I definitely should not. If I ever have that amazing idea please stop me but i i have really light eyelashes and i thought dying oh, you them do. would uh yeah i look really weird without uh, mascara no on you don't guys she um, looks beautiful <laughs> i don't know it looks like i actually don't have eyelashes but that's the <laughs> fun thing weird. about your eyelashes is because you can really transform with mascara or without yeah if i do big eyes then yeah it's it's a big big difference guys i've learned the power of lipstick instead of doing my eyeballs i just do my lips and people so can't much keep easier. Their, can't keep their eyes off your lips. <laughs> oh, my nips. <laughs> my lip nips. Anyway, uh, guys, did you know that I'm a professional comedian too? <laughs> Very professional. <laughs> How much do I owe you for doing this podcast? <laughs> a pot cookie. <laughs> oh, you're making reference to the fact that I sometimes get paid in pot cookies <laughs> yes. and that I have literally six of them in the freezer downstairs right now. <laughs> and we're too scared to, <laughs> too scared eat, to eat them. them. <laughs> That'll be a different, that's another podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. <laughs> Gosh, I wish you could see your face. Oh, I love puns so much. Well, will you do the podcast with me? 
I'll do the podcast with We're you. We're going to freak out, though. We're going to freak out. Jesus we won't even do it. We'll be like, is the government listening to this? And we'll, be like, we'll think we do it. Well, it'll be brilliant. We find out we haven't recorded any of it. I mean, whatever we try to do with the podcast, I know right now is not going to turn out. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely the people who get that ang- anxiety high. I got anxiety. We saw a guy go by. <laughs> I got anxiety just thinking about that. All right. So we went to the grocery tonight, you guys. And then as we were walking home, we just see this guy, this tall, bald guy in a black trench coat. Go by on a, what are they called? Segway? Segway. It was like a Segway without the stick. But this one had like massive wheels and it was like (laughs) right down. And it was a freaky sight. Like it was just an odd sight on every level. Plus it was like dusk. Yeah. And then this guy, this bald guy comes by with a trench coat on. It was like, is he from the future? What's going on? Why is he here? And we both looked at each other and we were like, oh my God, if we were high right now. We'd be freaking out. <laughs> freaking out. He would be going so slowly. The sound would be so loud. Be like, is he the devil? We would have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So next podcast. Um, are we? Are we going to do it? Yeah. Um, it might be months before we work up the courage, <laughs> and we need to clear three days on our calendar yes. because we don't know how we're going to feel <laughs> before or after uh, cookie and or a soda, guys. I've also been paid in sodas. Oh my god. There's so much going on. Let's talk about how seriously though I'm a professional comedian. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I go to dye my eyelashes. Yes. The lady, first of all, has like no patience. She's just like, I've had it at this job. She lays me down on the table. She puts the bleach agent onto my eyelashes. I can't even breathe right now. This is making me so nervous. I know. I know. No, no, it gets better. She puts it on my eyeballs, on my eyelashes. Um, and then she says, okay, uh, now you have to keep your eyes eyes closed. For 30 minutes. And then she says, <gasps> and I'm I like, can't. okay, that's uh. fine. Yeah, I can do that. And then she says, oh, and don't open your eyes or else you'll go blind. <laughs> she tells this to me. Uh, it's making my eyes feel itchy, okay, just the thought of it. If somebody told you to keep your eyes closed for 30 minutes or else you'll go blind, for 30 minutes, the only thing you're thinking about is not opening your eyeballs. I <laughs> <laughs> eyelids okay do you know how hard it is and then you're fucking I know, I know. freaking out that I know. your eyelids are just gonna pop open on their own and then ah, can you I imagine it. i can i can imagine which is why i can't even handle this right and now can you imagine being blind and that was the reason well first of all she was exaggerating <laughs> she was exaggerating I, this is the only little joy she got out of her job torturing people yeah basically but i was young and impressionable yeah. i was like 14 years 16 i don't what? know i know okay. that's not okay Anyway, so you were dying them what dark? Yeah, darker. It, it turns out it didn't do anything <laughs> because God, I, I, I would just be so nervous of all of them falling out or whatever. I yeah. Mean. Oh, I know. So I have very light uh, hair all over my body, and all of a sudden I've been noticing like wait mustache. a minute, guys, picture it, picture the whole body, <laughs> picture that peach fuzz, picture all the peach fuzz, <laughs> and all of a sudden I swear to God, in the last year I've started having mustache. Hairs. I have not noticed this. Yeah, you have. You commented on them a few times. But I'm literally plucking my mustache hairs. And I always was like so smug. I've noticed When this. girls would go to the waxer and they'd be like getting their like lip waxed or yeah. whatever. And I'd be like, I don't need that. Like I had no empathy for these women. And now all of a sudden I'm like, where did these come from? I mean, they're Aging. still. Aging. Yeah. So why is that happening? And why is it <laughs> that when we age, our noses keep growing forever i don't know why and our eyebrows don't stop like they keep growing and then ear hair comes in like why is this a thing 
I don't know why it's a thing. Just human life. I would say this, you know, knowing that we have so many queer listeners out there, knowing that it's 2016, we can all do whatever we want, knowing that we can forge new paths and rise like hairy phoenixes from the ashes (laughs) of former societal constraints about body hair. I don't even know what I'm saying, but like you could just rock the mustache. I could. You'd probably be into it. I would not be into it. How much are you into armpit hair? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, first of all, how much you thought I was into armpit hair. (laughs) Okay, guys. Prior to meeting Deanne, I was very religious about shaving my armpits. Or fairly religious. I wasn't like an everydayer. I don't know how girls do that. That that just feels like it would hurt. But um, but yeah, I would shave. I would never like go out in public and wear tank top and not have shaved my oh, armpits. You just reminded me. I thought I was neither here nor there with armpit hair. And for the most part, everyone, despite the fact that I told Hannah apparently that I wouldn't be attracted to her if she got a scarjo haircut, I'm really like anybody can do whatever they want. But for years and years and years, being as pro-body hair as I am and as anti-establishment and the patriarchal capitalist system trying to tell me what to do with my body, when I saw girls without armpit hair, it looked like grosser to me than if they just had armpit <laughs> that hair. That is so interesting. Yeah. I but I kind of forgot that because now I'm like, I don't care one way or the other. Well, I remember getting like having a visceral reaction to armpit hair when I'd see it on women. And uh, I remember one particular friend of mine, it was one winter and she was like, oh my God, I'm growing out my armpit hair. And like, and she would talk about how she, like, she just loved it. She loved stroking it, all this kind of stuff. And I remember being like, I want to be open-minded, but this is freaking me the fuck out. I mean, for to be fair, for someone to like talk about how much they love stroking their own body <laughs> hair, whatever part of their body hair it is, is weird. That's weird. She was weird. But I remember seeing this like photo essay or something of all these women with armpit hair. And I remember just being so shocked at my own reaction to to those pictures, mm-hmm. just being like, it's so gross and all that kind of stuff. So I had to ask myself what was really going on there. You've been indoctrinated into the system. Of course. You've been taught to hate your body and its natural expression. Do you guys remember when Julia Roberts went um, full armpit bush at the Oscars when she won for Aaron Brockovich? No, I don't. This was like... It was like a big moment and she was in this like beautiful gown on the red carpet with bushy, bushy pits. Oh, go and on. Then, go on with I your know. bad self, and Julia. Who who knew that Julia was such a renegade? And then when asked why she's flaunting her hair, she'd be like, oh, Benjamin Bratt just loves it. Oh, just loves it. Oh. I know. She had such an opportunity to say something. Yeah. But let's talk about why you grew out your... <laughs> <laughs> so... So Deanne had showed me a picture on her Instagram. No, here's the thing. I never showed you that picture. You never showed it to me? I just stalked you. You stalked me. And it wasn't on my Instagram. It was on my Twitter. Oh, okay. Let's just, I'll just cut to the chase here because we, we do have to wrap this up and we are only at armpit hair. (laughs) We have, man. Oh my God. We haven't even gone to little man legs yet. And that's the best part. Yeah, guys, we're going to get there. Okay. (laughs) So, but I, I had found a picture and I don't know why I just loved it because it had never occurred to me that this was possible before. And I just loved that this girl did it. I found a picture of this. uh, I think she was a hairdresser or something like in Seattle and she had dyed her armpit hair. I don't know if it was blue or green or teal or whatever. And was her hair had hair on her head dyed as well? Yeah, yeah. Same color? She was blue all over. It just looked amazing. It was so cool. And it like hadn't occurred to me until that moment that you could dye your mm-hmm. armpit hair. And it was just such a fun expression, I thought, of her personality and her spirit and of fashion and just like a really fun way mm-hmm. to do something different. So I retweeted that. And I think the caption was, I need to find this girl and marry her or something <laughs> like that. 
Oh, yes. But it was less about the it being the actual armpit hair and more just about the spirit of originality and creativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had a spirit about her. Yeah. So then... So I took that to heart. She took it so to heart. I didn't even realize. So you must have just, when we early on started dating, you must have looked at my Twitter. Yeah, And then drew some conclusions. I think you and your BFF were trying to check me probably. out. Probably. Yeah. So basically from the moment I met you, I just never shaved again. <laughs> so then I explored like how on earth was I going to dye my armpit hair? Because it got pretty long. And it was so interesting to me because basically I ended up dyeing it purple. I think it was purple, not blue. Um, anyway, and it was for my best friend's wedding. She had a purple theme to her wedding. So I ended up dyeing my pits for the wedding. Oh, and a little side note, if anybody is interested in dyeing their pits, I was this close to using Manic Panic and I'm so happy I didn't. Yeah, me too. That's what you can get in like the regular shoppers drug mart. your armpits are such tender little parts of your body. And They're more tender than your pubes even. And we should all stop using deodorant with aluminum in it. I don't know why we are. No, but then we'll stink. I know because natural deodorants don't work. Do you guys know natural deodorants that work? I do not. If you know one, let me know. Yeah. This is also the us. thing. Why don't we all just relax everything? Let's everybody just stink no. a little bit wouldn't no. you rather just stink a little bit than everybody has cancer i'll take the stink <laughs> i mean i'll take the cancer, cancer. you just didn't want to say that all right okay let me give you a tip about <laughs> dying your armpits do not use manic panic that will just end in absolute disaster i found a dye it's called black betty i think it's called or something like that you Bam can get it on yeah you can Bam get it balloon. on <laughs> sorry still going in my head <laughs> you can get it online uh just look up betty uh, you know, and it, basically it's to just look up <laughs> Betty. That's it. Just Google Betty, you guys. Good luck to you. They won't be, don't worry. There won't be just images of 1950s ladies with big hair, bacon pies. <laughs> Betty. I'm going to Google Betty right now and see what happens. Anyway, so you can find it online if you're at all interested in a plethora of wonderful colors. But what I want to tell you about dying my armpits was up until that point. So I had been growing them out for like, I think almost five months by that point because I, I totally intended on shaving my armpits once Dan got back but then I got too excited of Betty course White, of, of course. course you just google Betty you're gonna get tons of pictures of Betty White and Betty you're gonna boop. get a little Betty boop you're gonna get an Archie comic um and just some ladies who are named Betty <laughs> hey look up Betty pube die and see what happens I'm just putting in Betty pube <laughs> Betty pube do they call it pube die <laughs> That's like a really good roller derby name. Betty, Betty Pubes. Pubes, first hit. <laughs> Betty Pubes, there you go. Okay, so you'll find it. Yeah. You'll find it, you guys. And and also, I'll tell you another <laughs> thing. Pubes. If you want to get really close to your bestie, just have have them dye your armpits, slash your pubes. It's quite an experience. You really do need help with it. Your bud was the hair drying your pubes. <laughs> it was. I've never been so intimate. Okay, but... What I want to tell you about this story. <laughs> you're turning into me. You're going know, sideways. Oh God. You're telling 10 stories it's instead really of late one at story. Night. <laughs> oh, yeah. We said we were going to cap this off at half an hour. It's been a while. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll just talk really fast from here on in. That's what I always do. Okay. We'll do what Seinfeld does when they syndicate it. Twice you love speed. that. You love that love bit that of trivia. That's your favorite thing it's to say. It's my favorite bit of trivia. Seinfeld. Back in the day, those episodes were 26 minutes or something. When they used to have commercials just for four minutes on a half hour series. And now series are 22 minutes. So what do they do when you watch Seinfeld on the television now? They just speed it up. That's what we should do with this podcast. So up until that point, I had been growing out my my 
uh, pits for my pubes uh, for a a number of months. And I'll tell you this, when I finally dyed them, it was the moment where I realized their beauty. I was so enamored with my pits. I just wanted to show them off to everybody. Yeah, and you did. And they were were really beautiful, weren't they? And it was like by dyeing them, I actually understood their inherent beauty. And now I just don't dye them and I just have them. And it's cool, man. It is cool, man. And all your straight friends freaked out. Freaked out. When you started freaked growing out your out. pits. It was intense. Yeah. It's a statement. It's really bold still today, I, I find. See, I've been running in these feminist lesbian circles for so long that yeah. honestly, I didn't really realize yeah. what a big deal it was. But I still think about it. Like, I can't wrap my head around going to work, let's say, in a tank top in the summer or a, like a summer dress mm-hmm. with my pubes out. Just hanging out. I mean, I was just letting that happen. I wanted to see when and if you would catch it. I just can't wrap my head around. I don't know why you can't wrap your head around going to work in your male-dominated construction and renovation environment with your pubes out. I mean, are you or are you not a fully realized woman of the new millennium? I mean, this is 2016, and we have a female presidential candidate. I mean, women everywhere are speaking up for themselves and claiming feminism, and I don't know why you won't go to work with your pubes out. I don't know why you claim to be queer and you can't go to work with your pubes out. <laughs> hey, can we coin a word for yes. pit hair? Because like saying pit hair, just pubes is so much more fun. That's It rolls off the tongue. Oh. So like pubes and... Pitties? Pitties! <laughs> I don't like pitties. But I was just thinking because pubes comes from pubic pubis. area. Pubis. <laughs> what else is a pit called? Underarm. Underarm. Little cave. All right, guys, somebody come up with... <laughs> are giving these guys way too much homework so much homework you're like first of all should I cut my hair second of all can I do this third of all should I be more free with my pubes at work (laughs) that's it what else do you want to talk about well clearly we need to uh, no 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 we still have areola hair and um and uh pubis to talk about before we get to leg hair okay let's let's pound through it guys I got two I got Oh, maybe only have one now. I think I used to have two, but I maybe only have now one long black hair that grows out of one of my nips. I don't even know which side it's on. It's not always there. I love to pick it. You love to pick it? Yeah. I didn't know this. What? Love to pick it out of my body. I'm a nip picker. Out of my body? Yeah, yeah. But like with have you done this? I think maybe once. Wow, I never really noticed or cared. Exciting. Should I let you do it right now? Yeah, on the podcast. Live on the podcast. Let's do it. I don't know if it's there though. Okay, come Um, on. Come on, let's see. Well, truth be told, I'm not wearing a bra over these a perfect dress that <laughs> we've so already perfect, mentioned. So unfair. You guys really been rewarded for listening this long. <laughs> Want to hear more about my perfect breasts? <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this. I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't know we're why we edge. wouldn't. There's so many reasons why we shouldn't have done any of this. <laughs> um, okay. I don't think it's there. I'm inspecting. Ah, I see it. That one? Oh, yeah, but it's not very long at the moment. No. Ouch. No, no, no. Ouch. <laughs> I'm doing this with my bare hands, guys. It hurts so much. I'm basically Ouch. just curling, curling it. it. <laughs> like, a, like a Christmas <laughs> okay, ribbon. Totally done. Okay, well, now it looks cuter than it did before. Ah! <laughs> okay, well. Okay, but the point, the question wasn't really, let's talk in minutia about all of our own personal body That's hair. true. Or was it? The question was, 
Why do we freak out about body hair? Oh, why do we freak out about it? Yeah. Because there's so much of it. There's so much of it. And like just managing all of it is a full-time job. I got told again today at the at the barber how much hair I have. Yeah. You wouldn't know it. Lady. You wouldn't know it, but it's it's quite packed in there, guys. Quite thick. <laughs> Maybe we should just gloss over the pubis. Um, because that could be a podcast all on its it own. It really could. We should could we save follow it up for part two? Why do we freak out about pube hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I have a million Oof, stories. Man. And million. in addition to stories, we could just talk about what it is to go down on a lady with and without. Oh my gosh. We can talk about, you know, how to tactfully Queef uh, in your waxer's face. I hadn't thought about that. I was gonna say how to tactfully remove a pubic hair from your mouth after that oh. situation without making your partner feel weird about it. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's so much to talk about. So much. Full bush Brazilians, guys. Are you into those? Full Brazilian bushes. Do you like those? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's do that on the uh, next podcast. Okay. I also really love, it's very adorable how it's just you and me alone in this room and you keep going, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> I've learned that from you. I do do that to them yeah. a lot. But I never, I don't do it as much when I'm like in conversation with people. Mm. But it's just as well. We do need to have this external reality to keep us on track. Otherwise it would be, oh, babe. <laughs> babe. We'd just be stroking each other's body hair all oh, night babe. long. Oh, babe. You did want us to do this podcast naked. I did. <laughs> I, I was really like, that's did. a bit much. And all I got was one free nip. <laughs> one <laughs> you free you nip, nip. You got to look at both of okay, them. Okay, I did get to see both of them yeah. for a fleeting moment. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, let's get to the coup d'etat. Is that the right word? I don't know. I have no idea what coup d'etat means. <laughs> <laughs> Something my mother would say. The coup d'etat. <laughs> the coup d'etat. Let's get to the uh, hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> let's get to the headlining act here, let's which get is to the little a pièce man. de résistance. <laughs> Um, so, guys, do you know about Deanne's dirty, dirty little dad mics? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got That's so not confused. What you meant to say it all. <laughs> Nobody knows about my dirty little man legs because, first of all, it's not a thing. You just made it up right now. <laughs> okay, I got confused, guys, because Sean Cullen, all, yes, uh, refers to Deanne as dirty little man girl, right? <laughs> and I refer to Deanne's legs as little man legs. Yeah, little man legs. Because they are, I mean, you could put a man's leg and her leg side by side mm-hmm. and you would not be able to tell the difference. Man leg. Man leg. <laughs> I meant to say man leg, Deanne leg. But, <laughs> man leg, Deanne but leg. we are losing our minds here at the end of the podcast. Hey, but you know what? I think dirty little man legs is even better. I like dirty little man it's legs. So, I'm into it's, it. It's like it finally fits. But can I just say this about my own leg hair? Yeah. Guys, I'm a hairy person. I come from hairy people. My, I don't have back hair. Thank the Lord. But my dad and brother do back Were hair. Were you back hair shaming just then? Oh, I sure was. Yeah. Check yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, guys. Back hair. But it's just it's because... Fucking gross. <laughs> Take it back. I don't think it's... Oh, man. Thank you. Now we got to go sideways into that. Because I don't think it's gross on men. I see no reason why it's bad. But I guess just... Wow. Yeah. But it's something that I wouldn't want to have myself, me being me, who I am right now, because my body hair is, I guess, though, I do have like tons of peach fuzz and it's, um, it's, it's blonde, so I don't mind it, but I do have a lot of it. Like catch me in the light and I have like a half beard, but I guess it was, I was imagining that my back hair would be like black and long. And if I had that, I really wouldn't be happy about it, but that is totally fair. Guys, look at her. She caught me back hair shaming. Gosh, there's so many ways to shame. 
really is. <laughs> There's so many ways to shame you guys. And their whole culture is built on shame. And I'm trying to catch it because I don't mean to shame anybody else. But I self-shame all day long. You know what? I hope I do get back here. <laughs> I've gone 180 with this thing. I hope you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. have time to manage your back hair, babe. But the point was this. Because I can imagine how thick and crazy it would be. Because guys, from the knee down, guys, from the knee down. And this has been the case forever. Um, I got the hairiest, hairiest legs. And, and like, it's so weird. Like man man legs man like, legs it's like dark, it doesn't match the rest long. of her body that's it's, the crazy thing that is kind of the crazy thing it's dark it's long it's all and we just said crazy and we've been told not to say crazy on the podcast because crazy is kind of like ableist ableist yeah uh, i'm sorry yeah. let's say it is um out of this world out it's, of this world is that alien shaming <laughs> <laughs> Are there any aliens listening to this podcast? You, you, you're you're in my world. You're in the my the heart, the world of my heart. <laughs> Guys, it's so hard sometimes to just trying to be a conscious lesbian in the world. <laughs> I'm not really whining about how hard it is for me, you guys. I do recognize my inherent privilege, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, we're too aware of the guys. We're too aware of the people out there right now. That's why it's getting difficult. It's out of place on my body. Yes, it it's is, an anomaly. It is It is visually striking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For years, I mean, since I was in my early 20s, I've been traveling the world with these hairy man legs, and I will match... Dirty. Dirty little man legs. Man legs. And I will match anyone. I've always, 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 when women talk about if they're hairy or they have hairy legs or whatever, I'm like, no, you don't. And no woman has ever matched me in leg hair. One Mexican once in a bar... <laughs> Matched I'm allowed me. to say Mexican. I can. She was Mexican. <laughs> We're in Mexico, <laughs> and she was hairy. She was hairy all over. Damn. Yeah, she would have had to. You know. They're special, and if you ever have a chance to touch them, get on it. My legs. Yeah. Portland. Like, I think that Portland. I'm coming at you in June, and I'm going to keep the leg hair, and you can touch them. <laughs> touch them. Meet me after the show. Touch my leg hair. <laughs> Don't touch it, but take a picture with it next to your own leg hair. Start growing it out now, guys. I'll be there in June. She often threatens me with shaving shaving it off. I'm I do like, not no. threaten you. Every now and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't even do that because my voice is too squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean I threaten you? You're just like, yeah, I might shave it. I'm like, no, 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 you oh, can't do that. Oh, gosh, you're adorable. You take that as threatening? I just, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> threatening? That's how invested you are in my leg hair? Okay. I'm when I invested. say casually, yeah, I might shave it. <laughs> when are you threatening me? That feels really threatening. I'm just, yeah, I'm invested in I this. didn't know you were this invested. I'm keeping them all summer. I am. Keeping them all summer? Because they're just so fun. They are fun. But I also have these like sweet tats that they kind of cover up. That's true because it is pretty bushy down there. But here's another thing. Oh, man, guys, we got to wrap this up. This has gone so long. There's no real good solution to my leg hair from the knee down. No. Because waxing, okay, whatever, but it's expensive. It hurts. And they always grow back in. And it's always a problem for me. It's like my body has not does not understand how to grow hair. It's been doing it forever. And every time it tries to grow hair, it's like, no. Should I no? And then it gets stuck under these things, and it gets bumpy, and it like hurts. It doesn't just just grow out normal. It's like how do we grow hair? It's like just grow it, body. Just grow it like you always grow it. So waxing doesn't lead to great results. Shaving, I get a five o'clock leg shadow. Like really shaving do. doesn't lead to great results. So there's that's why, I, and especially in the winter, I just let it go. Just wants to be free. But I didn't know you're actually. Are you actually into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah? totally into it. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm definitely into it. I think it totally works. Okay, cool, man. Yeah. Then I don't care. Yeah. 
Because it's just my leg hair. Yeah, because you're never in a, you know, dress. A dress and high heels or something. <sighs> People that do would, it, though. That would be an interesting. Yeah. It uh, is an interesting thing. I have feelings about that. And I feel like but. I've seen some porn like that where, like, people were wearing fishnets and then, like, the hair was poking out of the fishnets. Mm. And you do have feelings about it. It's like, whoa, I wasn't planning on seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love your little man legs. Okay, good. Um, I think we should finish this podcast with a little jingle. Oh, do you do you you don't want to talk about toe hair? (laughs) Guys, I I, uh, shaved my toe hair. I didn't know that until tonight. That's my share for tonight. I don't shave my toe hair. And how do you feel about that? What if I got a ScarJo haircut on my toe? With my toe then I would find you really not attractive. Okay, then I won't do that. Okay. Let's quickly answer the question. Why are we so freaked out about body hair? <sighs> years and years and years of patriarchy. Probably. That's always the answer. That's the answer to so many questions. <laughs> it really is. Because it's personal. Because it's political. Because <laughs> it's cultural. Because it is part of our actual bodies. We have so many feelings about it. Yeah. Would you say you're freaked out? Not anymore. Am I freaked out? Sometimes. You're always freaked out. I'm always freaked out. Yeah, that's a really good answer. Everyone thinks I'm so chill. <laughs> I mean, no one that listens to the podcast, but like in life, everyone's like, oh, you're just so chill and comfortable all the time. I'm like, no, I'm freaking out. Yeah, that's a good answer. I'm always freaked out. Oh, uh, thank you for podcasting with me. Anytime, babe. <laughs> okay. Summer, fall, winter, spring It's always good to learn a thing Summer, fall, winter, spring It's always good to learn a thing Summer, fall, winter, spring It's always good to learn a thing Summer, fall, winter, spring It's always good to learn a thing Okay, what are you going to teach us? I'm going to teach you what not to do. And guys, you might have feelings about this, but I'm going to tell you a little story. Have you guys heard of the no poo movement? The no poo, as in no shampoo. Okay, watch. Whoa, I'm going to listen while you're telling this. I'm going to Google no poo and we're going to see what comes up first. (laughs) So no poo is this movement about um, not using shampoo. And uh, and the idea there being. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First hit, second hit, third hit. Fourth hit, fifth hit. It's a thing, guys. Guys, all it's you do, a thing. if you Google no poo, that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> that is blowing my mind. That's all I've learned so far. I'm you must sorry. have like the Google settings on, <laughs> parents settings on there or something. I don't <laughs> even know how. Um, okay, when we sh- shampoo our hair and we do it fairly regularly, it's stripping our hair of natural oils, that sort of thing. And so the idea is if you go long enough without washing your hair, then your hair will just, it'll go through like a pretty bad phase, I think, but then it will clean itself. You'll go through a really oily phase and then you'll make it into a new phase where your hair just can regulate itself. And all you need to do, I think, is just like wash it with water. Um, Maybe I know some people, I have a dear friend of mine who was no pooing for basically a year because she traveled around the world so much and was like, I need an easy alternative to shampoo, which turns out no poo is not an easy alternative to shampoo because I think she was using like lemon juice to 
wash her hair. Oh yeah, no, it's not horrible. She like, like travel with lemons, cornstarch, no, and so stuff annoying. like that, <laughs> baking soda. Yeah. I don't know. There's all these methods. The point <laughs> draw of the this... line at traveling with lemons. <laughs> I made that sound like it was the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought there was no, more no. to it. I'm like, oh, I should have traveled with lemons. It was the worst, you guys. You can't get a lemon across the border, babe. Well, that's the thing about it. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you have to find a lemon. Like you can at least carry like 30 mils of poo. <laughs> Even you can travel with actual poo. <laughs> I could be teaching you about no poo, but really what I want to teach you is I don't believe it for a second. Okay. <laughs> I think I want to hear from you no pooers out there. Are you just <laughs> barking these up? guys so much homework? <laughs> you <laughs> Guys, you like it. Come on. I know you do. Yeah, I mean, guys, you know you are always free to write to me at DM at nomoradio.com. You know I love hearing from you, and you know that we are incorporating listener feedback into a thing. We are doing it. People are writing. It is happening. Yeah. Answer all of the questions that she's asked you, <laughs> or just choose one. You can Deanne do takes direction very well. Today, uh, a listener emailed you to say, get your girlfriend on the podcast, and boom, five hours later, here I am. Here you are. <laughs> So guys, I just I just want you to teach me about no poo is basically what I want to do oh with this learn a thing. How, how does that sound? I don't believe it. I don't trust it. I think it's all a load of horse shit. Ooh, there you go. Big guns. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. And on that note, I used to use the shampoo <laughs> called horse mane and tail. Yeah, that shit's good. Is it for actual horses? Yeah. And for girls with long hair? Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. I know. Oh my God. Oh, God. And I used to use Utterly Smooth as a night cream. Yeah. New fetishes are being born <laughs> in my mind right now. Okay. Well, we got to go. I've learned too much about myself right now. And guys, if you want to find out about the no poo method, Google no poo. See if it's your first million hits because it is mine. And or maybe I've learned that I have like safe settings on my search. I have no idea. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Oh, my gosh, you guys. It is time for listener feedback. Should I make up a jingle? Listener feedback. Listeners, here you are. Hi, everyone. Um, Okay, this is what we're going to start with. We are going to start with Rach. Check this out, you guys. A couple of podcasts ago, I gave a shout out to Rach. So here we go. Here's Rach. She said, hi, it's Rach, Michelle's long distance best friend and not a stalker victim, which is good. I was a little worried about that. I wasn't sure if Michelle was really your friend. Uh, Michelle and I are both very short, oh, cute, queer, extra cute, Canadian, oh my gosh, comedy nerds, love it, who love your podcast. Did you guys figure out that I was <laughs> interjecting almost every other word of her sentence? Should I just read it? I will. I'm just going to read it, guys. No commentary. Here we go. Ready? So that is Michelle. She said, her friendship intuition is amazing since I really needed a little push to get through the end of a long and brutal last term. Your podcast is probably one of the funnier ways we've managed to communicate from halfway across the country. I live in Halifax. She lives in Montreal. Since I'm writing to say hi anyway, I should let you know that according to Michelle, your podcasts are the perfect length for a grocery shopping trip. And then she put in parentheses, now that I'm thinking about it, that seems long. Michelle, what do you need to buy that takes an hour? I would agree, Michelle. And then Rach says, I tend to listen to them at the gym, specifically while rowing. I'm a bad runner. Thanks for the shout out. Thanks for the podcast. Aw, you're welcome, Rach. Michelle, I don't know how you can listen to a podcast while you're at the grocery store. I cannot because I need to focus on finding the groceries. I love listening to chatty podcasts just by walking in the world, but I can't have any other agenda. I can't try to like pick up groceries and listen to someone talking in my ear. 
Are you guys good at that? Anyway, guys, that was Rach. I'm scrolling through the messages here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to Auntie, Auntie, Aunt, Auntie. I didn't know how to pronounce your name the first time, and I still don't, man, but I really appreciate your email, and thank you so much. I'm not going to read it because it was kind of private. It's kind of private between us, you guys. I'm not going to read all of them all the time. Um, Here's an excerpt from Julia's email. She says she's listening to the podcast while she is home all day cleaning and folding laundry because I do ask a lot, guys. I ask what your lives are like. I ask when and how you're listening. So that's Julia's deal. And here's Renata. She says that she listened to it while mopping the bathroom floor, finally cleaning the cat water vomit from the family cat, yikes, who died a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no. She was very old and very beloved. Aw. And then she included a picture of both of the cats. What are their names? The alive one is called Ampersand. Oh, man, I love it. And the now dead one is called Mouse. Aw, they're cute. Thanks for that. Thanks for the picture. Sorry that your cat vomited all over the place and then died. Oh, Renata's got some good things to tell us. She said, the best thing I ever did for my sanity was start each day by shouting, new day, new you, to everyone in my office when I walked in. I get hung up easily on yesterday's failures to get stuff done, and treating each day like it's the start of a new year is super great. Every day is a new opportunity for you to rock it. Set some resolutions for your day. If you don't do it, whatever. Tomorrow will also be a new day, new you. Oh, I love it. Thank you for that. Guys, here's Brooke. Brooke says, love the two most recent episodes. The first one back, my roommate gave me a hard time because she was like, why do you enjoy hearing someone just ramble about their feelings? And I was like, duh, I'm a dyke and this is what I thrive on. (laughs) Thanks, Brooke. And then she says, hope you're having a great week and taking lots of vitamin D to help out with those blues. Man, I'm getting vitamin D from the actual sunshine. It's all happening for me except for this cold. And it was also Brooke the one. I didn't realize it was Brooke the one that says, please record more episodes with your girlfriend. The one you did was adorable and hilarious. Well, there you have it, Brooke. I hope you enjoyed this one too. Oh, guys, we got an email from Cass, our friend Cass. But she said, off-air preference. She said that in her email. And that's what you guys should tell me. If you absolutely don't want me to read parts of your message, uh, just say that and then I won't. So hi, Cass. Thank you for writing. Here's Kate. Kate said, I wanted to make a suggestion. You spoke about entering a deep, dark pit. Yeah, that was two podcasts ago, guys. And bringing up neither gems nor goblins or something like that. At the risk of sounding like a terribly cliched motivational speaker, I wonder if perhaps the gem that you pulled out of the pit was, in fact, yourself. I think that the very fact that you made it out is incredible, enough that it negates the needs for souvenirs. Oh my gosh, Kate. Thank you for that. That's great. Yeah, guys, maybe sometimes when we go into a deep, dark pit, we don't have to pull out any insights. All we need to pull out is our own damn selves. Okay, guys, our final bit of listener feedback comes from this anonymous cutie. I'm not going to say her name at all. And I'm going to read her whole email because I think she wouldn't mind. And let's just, you know, validate her experience and just know it. Just know. Just know that this person is out there, right? So here we go. So this is from her. First off, I love the podcast. I usually listen to it right before I go to bed. And I just listened to the one about conflict and loved it because it was super relatable. I'm 15 and I live in Kansas with my conservative parents. Yeesh, already doesn't sound great that like to avoid talking about difficult subjects. Three weeks ago, I came out as gay to them, and we've hardly talked about it since then. When I told them, my dad silently cried the whole time, and my mom had to make him hug me before I went to bed. The next morning, he made a point to give me a hug before I left for school, and my mom said that he just doesn't want to say anything that might offend me, but I just want to be able to talk to him. 
My mom has been pretty cool about the whole thing because she actually figured out that I'm gay a little while before I told them. She let me get my hair cut short earlier this year and had been pretty supportive of me experimenting with fashion and starting to wear pants to events instead of dresses. When I came out, we talked about how I want to wear pants and have short hair because that's how I feel the most comfortable. And when we went shopping last weekend, she tried to force every dress in the store onto me. Oh, man. Ever since I came out, I've been overcompensating on trying to be what I think my parents want, as if I'm trying to prove that I'm still the same person. I really thought I was breaking the pattern of avoidance of issues in my family by coming out. And I thought that I was going to feel more comfortable to talk about stuff, but I'm super nervous to even make a joke about it because I'm worried my dad is going to cry. And maybe we need to go through that for things to get even better, but that's a whole different story. Anyway, you said you wanted to hear what's up with our lives, and I love it when you read other people's emails on the podcast, so here's my contribution to the community. Thank you so much for your contribution to the community. First of all, I want to congratulate you on coming out. That can't have been easy and I think it's really brave, and I think it's great. Although, obviously, you're caught up in the conflict of your family and how weird it feels and the fact that your dad is crying and feeling like you're disappointing your parents. I'm stuck on the fact that conservative parents in Kansas, this could have gone a whole other way for you. It could be so much worse than it is. I think it's great that you're able to have open conversations with your mom. I think it's great that your dad is, you know, while crying, oh, buddy, still clearly, still clearly loves you, still clearly is making an effort. And I think that with a little bit of time, this is all going to settle. I think you're doing great. And I think it's a, it's a lot on your shoulders, kid, to be trying to change your whole family dynamic and change all the patterns. But you're doing it. And you're your own person. And it sounds like your parents are along for the ride with you. And you know what? It is going to feel uncomfortable once in a while. But whatever. Life is uncomfortable sometimes. I hope you have a lot of support in the way of friends and possibly other family members. And if you don't and you need to reach out for support, keep reaching this way. I'm around. This community is here for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for writing this. And uh, if, if you're listening to this before bed, sweet dreams. Good night. That's it for listener feedback this time. Guys, I'm not the best at jingles, but thank you for writing. Guys, we've done it. We're at the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's thank everybody that makes it possible. First of all, you guys. Second of all, Paul Aflalo. Mike Carota did the intro and outro. Charlie Sneaker made the little cartoon. Patrick World. Patrick World made the extra bonus theme songs that you hear in there. Uh, Learn a thing and uh, everything is Raymond, which you're going to hear at the end. I hope you guys are keeping it Raymond. I'm trying to keep it Raymond. And remember, if you want uh, me to answer a question for you, if you need some advice of the questionable variety, email me at deanne at nomoreradio.com. Also, just email for whatever reason. Do you want me to talk about you? I will. Okay. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.
Raymond, even me. 